Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Like a tattoo of this really awesome Chinese symbol that I saw. We're definitely going to need your parents to come sign off on this. It's my body, my choice. You're 14. Take it from me. You're going to regret it one day. All right. Can I just... Buy some of those cigarettes? No way. Smoking is so bad for you. How about a beer? No. A vape pen? No. A lighter? Not in this state. Can I rent a car? Sorry. Bottled cough syrup? What are you, a drunk? Fireworks? You might blow yourself up. That Ruger GP100 and a box of 38 Special? You might shoot your eye out. Can I just... I don't know. Like, get an irreversible gender surgery? <laughs> no problem. We'll get started right away. Oh. Uh. Cool. I- I don't need my parents' permission. Of course not. What if they're not affirming? It's pretty good. All the things you can't do as a 14-year-old, but the one thing that you can do as a 14-year-old. Yeah, get a sex chain. Because <laughs> you're momentarily confused or afraid of your sex sexuality. Right, I was looking up at the TV, and they're talking about inflation cooling. Here's my question. What percentage of journalists talking about this think when they say inflation is going down, they believe prices are going down? I don't know. I think it's a I lot think of the them. Answer, the answer would be terrifying. I though. think so. Because <laughs> they certainly yeah. talk like they think it means prices are going down. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I, I, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's like two-thirds of them. I think all the young people up there talking about inflation is going down, so that's good. Consumers are happy to see that at the stores. What? No, you, you don't notice that at the store. 
<sighs> well, yeah, if they are saying that, then they don't understand what they're talking about. Clearly. Drives me nuts. Yeah, I went to the store and I noticed that the bacon was only 3% higher than it was last year, as opposed to four months ago when it seemed to be 9% higher than the previous <laughs> year. And my projections for bacon in uh, January are, no, people don't think, no. You're right. That is the tell. That's how you know they have no idea what they're talking about. Boy, that's, I mean, come for the bias and stay for the ignorance. Well, does the president why do we, why know? Why do we have media? Can we shut it down? Oh, that's right. That's how I make my living. Never mind. Does the president know? Maybe that's his flaw. Maybe that's his whole team's flaw in the whole, <laughs> why don't people understand that the economy is good? Because they think inflation going down means the price is going back to what it used to be. Does the president know? I almost dropped an F-bomb. I came very close. And I'm, I apologize in advance because an articulate young man like myself ought to be able to speak without dropping <laughs> the, the naughty words. Joey, but, what's the big deal? The president doesn't effing know where he is. Oh, no. Never mind how inflation works. Well, I've had it, Kev Kerr. Oh, 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 so I did take in a debate yesterday among strategists uh, who've been involved in presidential campaigns over whether or not Trump should want a debate. And I thought it was pretty interesting. So maybe we'll get to that later when we've had a, a, some breathing room on the whole 24 election thing. Yeah, okay. And I want to get to Biden's rambling on Friday in Las Vegas because it's pretty notable. I mean, if you're a fan of rambling old Joe Biden, it's pretty good. I th this was this was so interesting. I, I've been thinking a lot about um, the political right these days, partly because that's where I live, ideologically speaking, um, and the different variety of, uh, like, uh, sub-philosophies there are. Uh, you've got, I mean, for instance, we've got this email, and it's fairly typical of the sort. Uh, it's essentially stating that um, the, the generations that built this wonderful, successful, prosperous country were, uh, what does it say? Uh, what the heck? Oh, I'm sorry. It's the wrong email. No wonder I can't find it. Our current way, modern way of life was created by our bigoted, misogynistic, homophobic, anti-Semitic, racist, great-great-grandparents winning World War II. Then uh, presidents have all been critical of Israel, uh, Pat Buchanan, Ron Paul, and others are right. We need to repeal the Civil Rights Act and bring back the country that was to make America great again. You're out of your mind. It's impossible. Um, but you've got that like uh, quasi-fascist... Uh, Putin's a good guy because he's trying to stamp out the queer thing uh, into the Republican or uh, of conservatism. I think you people are, are mostly out of your minds. Uh, you're fantasizing about a world that doesn't exist. And if you take Putin at his word, you're insane. Having said that, almost no political philosophy gets moving unless it has some sort of truth to it. And I think one of the truths that they get right is that the era of, like, globalism and seeing the United States not as an entity that needs to protect itself, but merely as a global uh, player, I think that was a terrible mistake. Uh, you have to have a certain amount of nationalism and self-reliance, uh, which brings us to a couple of just crazy... Scary. I don't know if it's scary. It's not like scary boo. Um, but ah! think about this. Uh, alarm grows over weakened militaries and empty arsenals in Europe. Budget cuts, eroded weapons. And they talk about uh, it's been exposed by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But listen to this here, would you? The British military 
which is Europe's biggest defense spender, leading military ally of ours, has only about 150 deployable tanks and perhaps a dozen serviceable long-range artillery pieces. A dozen. Soap Air was the cupboard that last year the British military considered sourcing multiple rocket launchers from museums to upgrade and donate to Ukraine. No, no. An idea that was dropped. This is the Wall Street Journal, son. No. Don't you know, no, me. There's another no. In the decades since the end of the Cold War, weakened European armies were tolerated by governments across the West because of an engaged America with its vast military muscle underpinned NATO. Well, I've been saying that for a long time. You have indeed. U.S. accounted for nearly 70% of NATO's defense spending last year. Uh, then they go into, you know, Ukraine, uh, Zabadabadu, uh, and they get into some of the other countries, which they, they don't have enough ammunition to get into a decent gang fight in uh, Los Angeles. It's scary. I mean, yeah, I could... Uh, duh, 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 duh. European nations have pledged billions in aid to Kiev, but said they face economic constraints and production limits on weapons. Um, anyway, that's uh, you get the idea. I could go into the stats, but they are astonishing. And then this, and also from the Wall Street Journal, which I thought was... Well, this is undeniably true, and if you're into this stuff, you already know it, but the headline is, the U.S. can afford a bigger military, we just can't build it. America's industrial space struggle uh, base rather struggles to ramp up defense production, while China's churns out ever more weapons. What looks, oh, uh, I'm sorry, again, this is formatted weird. Uh, when the Center for Strategic and International Studies simulated a war between the U.S. and China over Taiwan, the war game ended with Taiwan still free, but at grievous cost. U.S. loses two aircraft carriers and up to 20 destroyers and cruisers. China sees more than 50 major surface warships sunk. Sounds like we did all right, right? What looks like a draw, though, becomes a Chinese victory before long. As a Navy analyst for the Congressional Budget Office explained, China can replace lost ships far more quickly. In the past two years, its Navy has grown by 17 cruisers and destroyers. That's in the last two years. It would take the U.S. six years to build the same number under current conditions. In terms of industrial competition and shipbuilding, China's where the U.S. Yes, was in the okay, early stages of okay. World War II. But do they have as many funny memes as we have? That'd be my question. Mm, probably not, because they're banned. Who's got the better pop stars? Clearly we do. I don't know. Some of those Chinese pop stars seem pretty good to me. I who's, just don't dig their who's singing. Who's churning out more bingeable uh, TV series? United States. You know what? It's a good point. I can't argue with those points for a number of reasons. I won't be arguing with them. Uh, the problem is, even when the money's available, the munitions and weapons are difficult to deliver. May of 22, Biden and Lockheed Martin promised to double the production of Javelin anti-tank missiles by next year. That's been pushed to 2026. U.S. announced the sale of Harpoon anti-ship missiles to Taiwan in 2020. They might not be delivered until 2026. Because the U.S. only builds about one and a half nuclear subs a year, some legislators worry it will take too long to replace those the U.S. will sell to Australia under AUKUS. Uh, and they go into more detail. We don't have the industrial might to defend ourselves anymore. And and to the to circle back to my original point, a lot of uh, a lot of more. I hate to use the term isolationist because I think it oversimplifies things. But uh, things. But a lot of those people, they say, hey, we gave away our sovereignty and our self defense in the name of global corporations making more money by shipping their manufacturing off seas, which gutted the U.S. of jobs. 
And, of course, Republicans promised, no, 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 rising tide lifts all boats. Well, no, the rising tide lifted the boardroom, but it decimated Pittsburgh and Mm -hmm. Scranton and all those countries. So, (sighs) it'd be something if we just didn't have the, well, we do, this is the situation. We just don't have the factories to defend ourselves anymore. But our meme game, as you point out, is world-leading. And bingeable TV series. True. We're better at that than anybody else. Uh, maybe when we come back, I'll hit you with this Seattle student who failed a quiz for saying men can't get pregnant. Give you an idea what some of your more out-there public schools are teaching. That would be troubling. What would you even say to the teacher? I mean, there's no point in talking to them, is there? You're not going to change their mind. I would go and rent a bulldozer and wait till very late at night when nobody is in the school and I would bulldoze the school. <laughs> That's an option. Uh, it would be uh, performance art indicating that we need to start all over again with our school of systems, including from, from K through uh, PhD. Um, maybe a minor sports note. The way Shohei Otani's $700 million contract is structured is certainly interesting. I just saw that. It's insane. It's crazy. It is. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, but, but a lot of stuff on the way. I hope you can stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. When men go silent, what are they really thinking about? Leave me alone, please leave me alone. 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 Father Jackie Mukunai, that's all I got on. 
that's pretty funny. I'm going to have that in my head. Leave me alone, please. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, God. So I just came across this just like a second ago, and I haven't had a chance to look into it. Um, kids these days, it's about uh, schooling and knowledge and that sort of stuff. Between 2012 and 2023, so over the last decade, it appears the average scores in reading, math, and sciences have declined consistently. And it's not just about pandemic learning loss, and it's not about one U.S. city. It's not even just about the U.S. It's the entire developed world. So is the entire developed world not teaching kids anymore? Or well, kids haven't changed, so it's got to be something. Or or have kids changed? They, they all need uh, depression medicine and anxiety medicine, so the brain has changed. Or, may, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know enough about other societies to even hazard a guess, but that's striking. I mean, obviously, the pandemic screwed kids up to the extent that they were kept away from each other and from school. Yeah. Oh, speaking of education, guess what percentage of grades at Yale, speaking of the Ivy League, are A's? What percentage of grades should grades should be A's? Think about that. Well, if I off the top of my head, I'd say, I don't know, 5 to 10%. Well, you know, even if you said 25% because it's an elite institution, kids are smart, they're kicking ass there. But isn't it supposed uh, to be really hard also? So you get into Theoretically, listen to this S, would you? 79% of grades were A's so, to undergrads in Yale. So four out of five grades are an A. Yeah. See, I could yeah. get an A by changing that percentage to a, a fraction. Well, and I could probably get an A in fat queer acceptance 101 by just echoing what my communist professor says. Ah, which gets to this. You're exactly right. You're exactly you. right. The, the, I get an A. <laughs> the test is, and the test isn't even really, are you buying this BS? Are you willing to say it right. and write it down? At the point of a, not gun, but grading pen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the yeah. test. And uh, that's what was going on here in this Seattle school. An activist history teacher failed a Seattle student on a quiz for saying only women can get pregnant and that only men have penises. Tenth grade. It's an ethnic studies world history teacher. Ethnic studies world history. Okay. Uh, in Seattle, gave students a quiz titled Understanding Gender Versus Sex. Of course, world history would have a test on gender versus sex. It gets jammed into every dang class. Just trying to indoctrinate kids into queer theory. The quiz provided a series of statements to label true or false or questions with multiple choices. Many of the questions focused on personal pronoun use. When someone uses they, them pronouns, what does that mean about their gender identity? Or assumptions one may make around gender identity. True, false, transgender people are gay. Two questions, however, are objectively false, but students are taught the opposite. Uh, I'm reading from, uh, obviously, somebody who doesn't agree with this philosophy. Um, actually, it's our old boss, Jason Rance, up there in oh, Seattle. Oh, good for Jason. Yeah, yeah. Good, good dude. We worked for him for a while. Uh, maybe you see him on Fox now and then. Um, question four was a true or false question with the statement, all men have penises. The student labeled the statement true, since many of us feel that way, but the teacher penalized the answer, making it incorrect. Uh, teacher saying women can have penises, too. Question seven, true or false, only women can get pregnant. 
Same result. Teacher says men can get pregnant. Student says no, they can't. No, they can't. You're right, son. And, of course, it makes sense that these questions would be asked in a world history class to begin with. I don't even know what you do with that story. Uh, like I said earlier, I uh, I would have to pull my kid out of school that day. Yeah, JT, the correspondent, was concerned that people saw the university president's testimony as just being about anti-Semitism. But I don't think so. I think it's a major, well, the attack on Israel, the the reaction to it, and then these hearings... It's a major, major turning point in people realizing, okay, all these philosophies that I've been hearing about that make me so uncomfortable, all this so-called anti-racism that I got dragged into the, the training session at work, I hate all of it, and I think it's all, all of it's sick. But it took uh, um, somebody breaking the dam for people now to be able to say it openly. The New York Times, I read some of their commentary on the uh, university presidents, and it's as if they've been freed from an ideological prison. Um, They're actually saying stuff like, yeah, this is that whole identity politics thing, and it's weird, and it's sick, and it scares me. Even the New York Times. Hmm. Well, check check in on the war between Israel and Hamas a little bit coming up. Is there are some developments? Man, it's a rough place to live right now in Gaza. And a rambling old president doing his Broadway act. I should say his vaudeville act. Stay with us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The Israeli military saying it has surrounded Hamas strongholds in the south of Gaza. Israel now claiming they're on the verge of dismantling Hamas. Yeah, 
Um, I hope so. They've killed a whole bunch of fighters and a whole bunch of leadership with Hamas. Of course, what happens after that, nobody knows. But here's a little more from ABC's reporting. Israel claims it's on the verge of dismantling Hamas. Their soldiers now surrounding three strongholds in Gaza. But there's fierce fighting across the Strip. Israel on the hunt for Hamas leadership. Despite weeks of fighting, Hamas is still launching rockets. Israel has been under increased pressure to help ease the humanitarian situation in Gaza. So they've announced a new plan to speed up the security screening process. They think that could double the amount of aid that eventually gets into Gaza. So I feel like this story is starting to go back to kind of the same sort of Israeli story that's been going on my entire adult life. My entire life, not my adult life, my entire life. Of just, you know, unrest between the Palestinians and the Israelis and uh, world opinion and is this this or that. And um, and we don't have a lot to do with it at this point, other than some funding here and there. Right. As opposed to yeah. the early weeks where we thought we might get pulled into uh, some sort of world war if uh, Hezbollah attacks and et cetera, et cetera. But, I was just going to bring up the fact that Hezbollah seems to be kind of biding their time and not doing anything major. Uh, and I heard an interview with John Bolton, and he he suggested that Bibi Netanyahu is under crushing pressure from the United States to hold back the dogs of war. Um, if that's true, I'm not seeing it happen much. And, and uh, my prediction is the arc of this thing is going to be they accomplish more or less what they uh, meant to accomplish. And the world will turn its gaze somewhere else, and they will have been victorious. Right. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, too. But here's James Stravitis, who was a NATO commander, talking about the Houthi rebels and all the other people that have been shooting rockets at us and attacking our stuff. These Houthi rebels are for real. They're trained. They're highly capable. Not only are they shooting missiles at commercial shipping, they actually took down a commercial ship about three weeks ago. Uh, 25 mariners are being held hostage by these rebels. Again, creatures of Iran. Um, Let's hope U.S. deterrence alongside Israeli determination can carry the day here and avoid this conflict spreading even more widely. So that's where it could spread, is Iran just keeps attacking us, and also ships and everything else. Why is the question? What deterrence? What deterrence is he talking about? What's been deterred? Mm. If you've deterred nothing, you have no deterrence. No, we've been attacked 80-some times uh, with very little response. But what what is Iran up to? What What do they want? They're desperate to turn the script back to Muslim versus Jew. Muslim versus Jew slash Americans. So there's That's not my that opinion. A, so there's not that alliance between Israel and Saudi Arabia and all that. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, John Bolton. The other really interesting thing he said was that behind the scenes, because he just did a tour of the Middle East. Um, including Israel and the Gulf nations and stuff, um, and met with a bunch of co- his contacts, and he veiled it because he, he, you know, he wasn't quoting people, but he said, "I think what they're thinking is that the problem is Iran, not Israel, and they just want Israel to get this done with, to bring the heat down, so they can go back to talking about Iran." Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe we see the. Uh the architecture of how this is going to play out then yeah and and thank god and i could be wrong but i hope i'm not it, it would look like the 
you know, the traditional Arab oil states, the Gulf states, um, the Sunni Muslim states are more into economic growth and, and uh, stability at this point than they are jihad. Uh, maybe I'm being a fool. Maybe they're, uh, you know, lulling us to sleep like Hamas did to Israel. But I don't think so. I actually think they're afraid they're not going to be able to feed their people if the oil supplies run down. So. So we got. They want to build economies, real economies. A fairly big story that developed yesterday around the whole Trump running for president and trials thing. Quick headlines on that right after this. I'm going to order Omaha steaks for my dad today. I keep forgetting I'm an idiot. All I have to do is go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site wide. Plus, if you use our promo code Armstrong at checkout, you get an additional 30 bucks off your order. Every time I've given Omaha Steaks to a number of people throughout my life, every single time they've been super happy with it as a gift. Makes me look good. And that's what it's all. Isn't that what the Christmas season is all about, Jack? Obviously, steaks. I mean, it's right there in the name, Omaha Steaks. They're butchers cut filet mignon. I get the bacon wrapped filet mignon. It's absolutely fantastic. But best burgers I've ever had. Got the gourmet jumbo franks. Easy to prepare meals. Oh, the apple tartlets. They're the best non-homemade apple pie I've ever had. Very close to the best homemade apple pie I've ever had, the apple tartlets. Yeah, every bite is like heaven. It's unbelievable. And Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So don't wait any longer. Shop early. Beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use the promo code Armstrong at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. Just terrific. And again, order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use the promo code Armstrong to get an extra 30 bucks off your order. Minimum order may be required. So uh, this Jack Smith guy, who's a prosecutor in the trial with Trump, that really is the only one that's got a chance to derail him or really uh, put him in a bad situation leading up to the presidential election for a variety of reasons we don't need to get into here. But he petitioned the Supreme Court yesterday to decide, and this is a bit of a gamble on his part. He wants this expedited. Hey, Supreme Court, make the decision once and for all. Is Trump immune from prosecution in this stuff or not? Would he be would it be double jeopardy because he was already impeached on this? So the Supreme Court is going to have to figure this out. And it's possible the Supreme Court says, no, he was uh, he was president at the time and presidents have a lot of leeway and we don't prosecute presidents. So, no, you can't do this. And then it's over, I guess. Um, But uh, Jack, Jack Smith's thinking is, well, if I don't expedite this it's going to get drug out to where it doesn't matter we're not going to have a chance to get this trial going uh and get that information out there before the presidential election which if that is his motivation means that's a confession isn't it well he hasn't said that but uh yeah the reason for this trial is to keep trump out of the white house right Well, the reason for all the trials, I think, is to keep Trump out of the White House. That's what they're trying to do. And that's not the way the Justice Justice Department is supposed to work. But no. So you've got that going on there. And um, uh, I'm not sure anything new would come to light out of this trial that would shape anybody's opinion headed up to the election anyway. Um, A couple of new state polls came out yesterday. Trump is up five in Georgia. He's up 10 in Michigan. Nobody believes that he's actually up 10. That's a bit of an outlier. But he's up in Michigan, a bunch of swing states that he uh, lost um, last time around. So he's in good shape to win. So that brings us to this. Should Trump try to push Biden to debate 
in 2024. Joe Biden doesn't want to debate and has a pretty easy out by saying, you didn't debate anybody. Right? Yeah, if I were a Biden messaging guy, uh, number one, I'd quit. Uh, But if I (laughs) held on to my gig... Maybe they offered me a raise. Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, we're just going to say, look, I'm not going to dignify this maniac with a debate. He ducked, He didn't debate anybody. Furthermore, let's just compare policies and records. Right. Which uh, We're both known quantities. Which keeps you off the stage as a really, really old man. The uh, But so, so Trump could go around the country like hammering that constantly, right? Joe Biden won't debate. Joe Biden won't debate. Joe Biden won't debate. We have mm-hmm. we, we we haven't not had a presidential debate in however many decades it would be, and that sort of stuff. That'd be pretty powerful, I think, for a lot of your kind of don't pay that much attention type voters. And if Trump could restrain himself and put this semi diplomatically, he won't debate me because his mind isn't sharp enough anymore. Right? Yeah, that's what, that'd be devastating. That's yeah. the argument you make over and over and over again. Look how he's he can't even debate. The problem with that is the risk that 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 goes on there is that Biden does debate and pulls it off like he has pulled off a number of things that have shocked me. And the bar would be so low, right, for good enough, I think, headed into it, because everybody would be having, you know, Joe Biden falling over or wandering off the stage or, you know, falling asleep in the middle of a question. Mm-hmm. As uh, as like their set point, and anything better than that would be a win for him. Yeah, if they can schedule it for one thirty in the afternoon on a Tuesday, uh, it might be worth the gamble. Yeah. They give him a big fat shot in the ass, and you, you although the, those, the uh, stimulant drug thing, whatever they give him that that gets him going and up for certain events, I don't know if that continues to be effective. Uh, if you give it too much, or if it can overcome even increased dementia, I don't know enough about the so, pharmacology of it. So far, it seems to have worked. You give him the Lance Armstrong blood transfusion. You fly him to Italy and have a young man's blood pumped into him and give him whatever those drugs are they gave him before the State of the Union address and any debate. So what would you do if you're Trump? Do you? Because that's a pretty good angle. Look, he won't even debate. When's the last time a presidential candidate from one of the parties wouldn't debate? Never. Never in your lifetime. He can't debate. That's how bad he is. Or, or are you risking him saying, okay, I debate you. Pick the day. And he shows up and he does okay. Well, if you, you know, it reminds me of if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. If you if you can't take on Joe Biden in a debate, you shouldn't be president anyway. So don't don't overthink it. So you say, hey, we're going to debate. And then when he shows up, debate him and beat him. So you would you would hammer him on the uh, hammer Biden on the he won't show up for debate thing. Oh, without a doubt. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The, the risk there is quite low. And again, if you can't overcome that risk, you suck. Yeah, that's a decent point. Play a clip 31, Michael. This is uh, Vegas. I'm sorry, this is Biden in uh, Vegas the other day. Look, I own a couple shotguns. I, 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 I haven't shot them in a while because I used to usually just make target practice. She skeet shooting. And all the studies show, by the way, you get from, people get from point A to point B faster on a train than their car. They take the train. They take the train. Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. They started off making fun of it, calling it Bidenomics. Well, guess what? It is Bidenomics. We have a lot more to do to put our plan. It's already paying off. I made a commitment that nobody making less than 400,000 bucks a year, which is way above what I ever made until I became president. 
but it was, look. <laughs> so uh, that was a series of things edited together. We're not trying to pass that off as one long sentence. When was the last time you spoke a sentence that incoherent? The thing about the Much shotguns less half and a, the do- half like a, a dozen of them strung back to back to back from a single speech. Man, you got to let go of that economics thing, man. That worked for Obama, and he said they called Obamacare. I want to call it Obamacare because the polling showed people were liking it more and more. That's not what's mm-hmm. happening with the economics. You can't say they call it Bidenomics. Well, go ahead. All right, we will. <laughs> Everybody's unhappy. <laughs> well, they're in a position right now where they they, uh, they have to do that sort of thing because they have nothing else. What are they going to promise everybody a puppy? Or, or uh, I don't know. What are you going to say as Joe Biden? We're going to continue our super uh, popular immigration policies? Or we're going to bring you more inflation? I mean, what are they supposed to say? A puppy in every pot. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, different things. That's what we'll talk about. Yeah, Chris, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm feeling more Christmas pressure than maybe ever. I don't know what it is. I just it's just like Saint Nick has got me down, and he's he's making me eat mistletoe. He's shoving mistletoe in my mouth. I don't know what's uh, what's happening there. <laughs> this is a, some sort of weird. You're in prison with Santa Claus scenario happening. I don't. I'm not sure I understand it. <laughs> right? He's making me put on the Mrs. Claus clothes. I don't know. Things have gotten out of hand. But uh, more yeah. to talk about. <laughs> Stay with us. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
The ever-growing bureaucracy devoted to diversity, equity and inclusion naturally recommends that more time and energy be spent on these issues. The most obvious lack of diversity at universities, political diversity, which clearly affects their ability to analyze many issues, is never addressed, showing that these goals are not centrally related to achieving or sustaining or building excellence. How did they just come around to deciding to talk about this? That's Fareed Zakari on CNN. We've been talking about this for years. It was obvious. Were they afraid to say it, or did they actually not know it? I don't know. I would love to ask Fareed that very question, because I'm sitting here gobsmacked, even though I've heard that before. But this is precisely what we have been saying, and people like us, using precisely the same reasoning and examples that you just raised, and you're acting like you just figured this out. How can that possibly be? Right, because you've got a high-level poli-sci degree. You were able to figure, you, you did the work, and you sat down, and you poured through the books and figured out, hey, they've got diversity of skin color, but not of opinion. And that's really the part that matters most. Yeah. Wow, in an institution devoted to thinking, they all think precisely the same. And if anybody dares to think uh, otherwise, they drum them out. Wait a moment! <laughs> yeah, Come I don't. I, I, maybe it is cowardice. I don't know, Jack. I think you may be right. I was struck by the fact, and we'll get back into Free Zakaria, who, um, he, I mean, there are times he's such a lefty, he annoys the hell out of me. But, I mean, he was absolutely right on with this stuff. And take heart, folks. More and more people are realizing it's not j- just anti-Semitism. That is merely the the sign of the disease going on in universities. But I was struck by the fact that the New York Times is uh, quoting uh, the Heritage Foundation at how the university res- president's lawyerly responses were like a Zoom moment during the pandemic when parents first listened closely to what their children were learning in school and concluded it was, quote, subpar in quality and radical in content. And they even, in the New York Times, listen to this sentence. You have to listen carefully now. One leading Republican presidential contender, Governor Ron DeSantis, won a following among conservatives with incessant attacks on diversity programs and the teaching of left-wing theories of racism at Florida public universities. Whoa, 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 whoa. They didn't say he refused to teach about slavery. Right. They said, yeah, what he's against is left-wing theories of racism. That's the first time and I've ever heard that. And they could have thrown in radical. Yeah. yeah. It's the first time I've ever heard that. That's a change. Yeah, interesting. It's subtle, but significant. Uh, let's uh, plunge in a little more for Reed while we have some time. Let's start with 80, Michael. Go from there. When one thinks of America's greatest strengths, the kind of assets the world looks at with admiration and envy, America's elite universities would long have been at the top of that list. But the American public has been losing faith in these universities for good reason. Three university presidents came under fire this week for their vague and indecisive answers when asked whether calling for the genocide of Jews would violate their institution's codes of conduct. But to understand their performance, we have to understand the broad shift that has taken place at elite universities which have gone from being centers of excellence to institutions pushing political agendas. Wow. Welcome to the party. Hey, it was glad you're here. It's 11.45 at night, but okay. <laughs> but again, um, when your dog comes to you, Jack, you don't kick him. No, and he under he also understands the audits he's talking to, the CNN crowd he's talking to. 
they might actually not be aware of the fact that all these elite universities have become uh, places where they're just trying to churn out a particular point of political view. Yeah, yeah. Do we have time for 82, Michael? Go ahead. I think we do. American universities have been neglecting a core focus on excellence in order to pursue a variety of agendas. Yeah. Many of them clustered around diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. It started with the best of intentions. Colleges wanted to make sure young people of all backgrounds had access to higher education and felt comfortable on campus. But those good intentions have morphed into a dogmatic ideology and turned these universities into places where the pervasive goals are political and social engineering, not academic merit. Yeah! I would say they've morphed in the minds of certain people who didn't understand what was going on. But from the beginning, this has been about critical theory, which is tearing down Western civilization. I've read about this stuff until my eyes glaze over. Trust me. This whole thing is about bringing down Western civilization intentionally in the name of what I call neo-Marxism. Yeah, I noticed all that stuff you just said, Fareed, about 20 years ago. But glad Welcome. to have you on board. <laughs> but don't kick you. Joe says not to kick you, so I won't kick you. I will, I will not kick Fareed Zakaria. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.